0: What has investing got to do with football? I love sports and games. And when I was much younger, I played different games and did different sports. But among them all, I love soccer the most. I love it enough to make my entire firm, including the ladies, play every week. My team usually wins most of these games because we are strategically better. Although my business partners would disagree with me. It is not difficult to win against my other colleagues. We have been playing for many years and I know their strengths and weaknesses. I know professional football teams do the same too. A team manager will usually study the past games of his opponents to understand their strategies, strengths and weaknesses. He will come up with a strategy and choose the best and most suitable players to fit his plan. In the actual game, sometimes the team wins a match and sometimes they lose it. But what is most important is that at the end of the entire competition, the team wins the ultimate prize trophy, the Games Cup. So what has football got to do with investing? Actually, quite a lot. Like the football manager, the investment manager studies the past performances of the different asset classes over a time period and produces his strategic asset allocation plan, which is in effect a plan that shows what asset classes and the proportions he will be investing in to win his quote investment game unquote. Next, he will scour for the best and most suitable fund managers similar to finding the best players to implement his strategy. From time to time, the investment manager has to make sure that the fund managers are in top form or are still relevant to his plan. Once the investment starts, just like in football game, an active investment manager may make changes to the asset allocation plan as he tries to forecast how different categories of investments will do based on macroeconomic or market trends. This is termed as tactical asset allocation, and it is in effect making changes or adjustments to the proportions of the asset classes he is investing in, like making tactical changes in the game. Or, he may change fund managers, like substituting the players. The investment manager, like the football manager, does not always make the right calls. So sometimes, his tactical moves may work, but other times, it may not. But... Maybe unlike good football managers who can consistently make good calls, the overall track record of active managers adding value through tactical adjustments to investment portfolios is very poor. It has been clearly documented that most active investment managers do not beat the market in any time frame, and star managers who win at investing game, or rather at the investing game this year, do not consistently beat the market over time. Ultimately, just like the football game, what is most important is that the investment portfolio achieves the target return at the correct risk thresholds as determined by the client. If investing in a market-based portfolio allows you to achieve this, there is really no need to engage in costly, tactical, active management that has a record of detracting from rather than adding to market returns. So, what investment lessons can we learn from football? There are a few. Firstly, have a well-thought-out strategy. How was your investment portfolio created in the first place? Did you or your investment manager or wealth manager take into consideration of the past evidence about the markets before coming up with the plan? Did you document these assumptions and analysis? We all know that if we don't do our homework before going into a game, we will almost likely lose it. If you do the same thing in investing, you are not really investing but speculating. It is very difficult to win when you are speculating. Second lesson, choose the best fund managers to manage your monies. Did you take pains to study each fund manager before choosing them to manage your wealth? Don't settle for the good managers but choose the best of breed. In choosing managers, do not simply look at their historical performance. The team who has achieved that performance may no longer be there or may not be able to repeat their performance. Look also at their overall investment philosophy and their overall firm culture. Is it built on the egos of star managers who think they know best or do they formulate investment strategy based on scientific and well-documented evidence about the markets? Third lesson, have a balanced strategy and team. Have you ever seen a football team with all 11 players in defence, or all 11 players in midfield, or all of them in attack? Of course not. That's suicidal. Likewise, in investing, have a portfolio that invests in different asset classes of different risk-return characteristics. Many who consider themselves experienced investors may argue that since equities have always beaten bonds in the long run, and if they are prepared to invest long-term, they need not diversify. Well, you must recognize that in investing, you are dealing with two different timeframes. The first covers the long-term timeframe, say in excess of 10 years or even more. And the second applies to what is going to happen to you both financially and psychologically, during the intermediate periods of your investments. There may be unexpected circumstances and you may need to get out of the market. Thus, having all of your investments in equities can be risky. If you do not have a sufficient time horizon, for some, even if you know in your head that you should stay invested over the long term, When the markets are volatile, having an all-equity portfolio will cause you to be very uncomfortable. Consequently, you might get out of the markets too quickly and fail to capture its long-term returns. Well, next, monitor your investments. Your investment portfolio has been constructed based on certain assumptions of how asset classes behave. You need to monitor your portfolios to make sure that they are behaving the way you expect them to keep a close watch on your selected managers as well. Whether they are doing what they said they would do. If not, be prepared to replace them. Next, don't be discouraged by occasional losses. Just like you cannot win every match in a football game, don't expect your investments to do well all the time. The value of your investments may sometimes be up or down. This is what we term as volatility. In football, it is not about winning every single game. As long as your players are playing according to what you expect them to, what matters most is that you win the competition at the end of the day. Similarly, in investing, as long as your investments are behaving according to how you expect them to behave based on your strategy, you will achieve your long-term financial goals. If you understand football, you have no problems understanding investing. Like football, there is no shortcut to victory. Taking an easier route may mean winning a few matches but risk losing the competition. As an independent wealth advisory firm, we are simply appalled by the many so-called champion product offerings that many of our affluent clients receive from the financial institutions. We have to dissect the product and painstakingly explain to our clients why this approach to investing can be dangerous. Buying individual products without knowing how it fits into your overall plan is an easy approach to investing, but a sure way to failure. At the time of writing the original article for this podcast, my firm had practiced active management. That was more than a decade ago. We did tactical asset allocation as well. In retrospect, considering the 2008 global financial crisis, this did not produce the expected results that we desired. In short, as a matter of fact, active management, and that means changing the asset allocation based on what we think markets would be and using actively managed funds do not work in practice. So since many years ago, we have transited from making market predictions to simply sticking to the original asset allocation that we have created for the clients. We have also moved to using low-cost instruments such as exchange-traded funds, index funds, and evidence-based investment funds from Dimensional Fund Advisors. This method of investing is backed by decades of academic research, and it has worked for our clients tremendously in terms of delivering the expected returns all these years. Thank you for tuning in to Providence Money Wisdom. I will be back soon with the next episode. For more information on my book or Providence Services, kindly visit Providence.com. I'll see you the next time. All analysis, views or opinions from interviews, recommendations and other information broadcasted, podcasted or published herein are provided for general information purposes only. Information Express does not take into account any specific situation, particular needs or objectives, and should not be construed as specific advice or a recommendation. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal or tax professional before taking any action. Provident Limited does not accept any liability for any loss whatsoever arising from any use of the information broadcasted, podcasted or published herein. All contents and information contained herein may not be copied or reproduced in whole or in part by any means without prior written consent of Provident Limited.